0: Bam, we're live. You deserve better. You deserve better. Fuck. Trying to tell myself to act cool, but I am not cool. What's up, Bruce? What's up, Heidi? Trevor, bam, we're live. Yes,
1: we are. We are.
0: Personal accountability, personal responsibility, personal accountability, personal responsibility. Uh, guests didn't show up this morning perfectly okay. Uh, it doesn't happen very often. I don't know how many shows we're in, 400, 500, 600. Uh, it's happened five or six times. It's cool because I always have a live call-in show ready to go. Uh. But I had some trouble with StreamYard this morning, and I started losing my shit. The thing is, is I, I have this, like, protocol um, that's, like, almost to the minute. So I wake up at 6 a.m., and I minute by minute, there's, like, this routine that I go in for the hour prior to the show, up until 6.59. And then at 7 o'clock... I'm ready to go. But like everything has happened in this order. What do I mean by that? Like how, what time I make my coffee, when I pour my coffee, when I put my heavy cream in, when I print out my notes, when I sit down, when I turn the light on, all that shit. There's like this order to it. Like I'm autistic. And when that shit gets tweaked, I get tweaked. It's not, it doesn't make me very flexible good it's good right good practice it's crazy too i must have some like psychological uh problem because i always feel it right in my lower back right in my fucking lower back it starts to get all like weird and shit good morning you know what i was thinking today oh i was gonna have the grand i had that was gonna have the grandy twins father on again because i only got to talk to him for like an hour and uh and uh, he said he had a family emergency, which made me think this. If you're my friend, and, and I think most of my friends know this, you never, ever. And, and I'm not accusing this guy of doing that, by the way. I'm just it just it just inspired me to share this with you guys. If, if let's say we had a date to go to the theater, let's say let's say I was going to swing by your house. We're going to go see Fiddler on the roof or something. And I could swing by your pad and you're like, hey, I, I don't want to go. That's enough for me. Like, I might be hurt, but I won't blame you. I won't be like that asshole. Like, you never, ever have to lie. You never have to say there's a family emergency or, oh, my tooth hurts. Or I'm always, 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 uh, oh, yeah, I was late today. I had some technical difficulties. I'm always open. I want to be super duper low-maintenance friend. I'm always open to uh, you uh, just giving it to me how it is. And I believe in, I believe in uh, confidentiality, too. I think my good friends know that. That's why that's why it's so it's so fun fighting with me. If you if you, if you fight with me, it's like stays between us. So there's that. But I never but I never need excuses. Like my kid's sick, or we don't feel good, or the tires flat, or my mom's in town. You can be like, hey, I'm just not coming over for the fights tonight. And, and I'm good to go. I'm good to go. And I think I have that relationship with my friends. But it's good. It, it, it's really good to if you want to have good relationships to, to not put pressure on the relationships, let people off the hook, let them off the hook. As you guys know, I am uh, pro choice, but I can still think clearly. I still, um, suspect that, uh, terminating a pregnancy is, uh, killing a baby. And for some reason, a lot of people can't, um, uh on the left can't do that. It it sucks. I'm on this team full of morons, right? Like 99% of the people on my team are, are, they're dumber than morons. They're in denial. Maybe they're not morons. Maybe they're just super duper in denial. And and it's, it's frustrating. Like I think the reason why they don't want to admit it's killing babies is they think that that would go one step backwards. Like that, that, that would uh, expose them to losing what they want, which is uh, no laws on women's bodies. The thing is, is that there are laws on women's bodies. There, so, I mean, there's tons of laws on women's bodies. Can't have sex with a woman until she's 18. That That's one. You can't, you can't shoot yourself up with heroin. That's another one. You know, there, there already are laws on women's bodies. On, on, on everyone's bodies. But, but I still don't like it. I don't want I don't want any law. I don't really want any laws on women's bodies, but I don't want any, I don't want any lying either. And I and I think I I think I live a, a happy life and an exciting life and a super duper energized life. What do I mean by energized? I just always have energy, even when I'm standing still, even when I'm sleeping. I feel just so fucking good. And I think the reason why is just because it's just it's just on, uh, uh, honesty and continuity. And I'll give you an example of what I mean by continuity. And everyone can have this. It's so easy. There's these people, I'm, I'm not following, following that Uvalde situation very closely. And um, I'm not following that Uvalde situation very closely, but basically from just the, the gist I see of it, there were some, a shooter went into a school, shot up some kids, and there were some police officers outside, and people are complaining that uh, the police officers didn't rush in. That's all I know. And I was thinking about that if, You're upset that the police officers didn't rush in. Let's say that these police officers are men and women who have three or four kids at home that have a wife, that have a mother and a father, that have four or five siblings. Let's say it's a big family. And now you expect them to rush in, right? You expect them to rush in to save your child. I get that. I get that. You want that. You paid your taxes. They signed up to do that. I totally get that. I totally get that, but now you want to make it okay to kill a child in a woman's stomach, 40 million of them since 1970. You expect these police officers to protect your children, and yet – and you blame them when they don't, and yet you're willing to kill a child in a, in a mother's womb because it's your right. There's an inconsistency there that will just drain you of all your energy especially if you're in denial it's okay if there's that inconsistency and you look at it and you're logical about it and you're like yeah i'm an asshole i want my cake and i want to eat it too but Sevon, those cops signed up for that job they knew in advance first of all it doesn't matter that's a moot point that's that's a false logic but if i want to go down that road and fuck with you well you sat on the cock and got pregnant that was your choice too you put the cock in the vagina that was your choice too It's amazing what things that people think that they can change direction on. I don't know if it's anorexics or uh, bulimics or what, but one of those those cats, they eat food and then throw it up, right? You eat your food and then you're like, ah, shit, I'm going to get fat. And then you fucking vomit it up, fucks your teeth up, bad for your digestive system, just bad for you, right? Nancy Pelosi's husband recently driving drunk gets in a car accident. Uh, he, he, pr- he probably wishes he wouldn't have done that. Can't really unfuck that. I can't go back on that, but can like hire lawyers and shit and try to try to fix it. It's like people, people want to go back on stuff that, uh, thank you, Yashi, bulimia. People want to go back on stuff. You, you fuck without a condom. You have intercourse. You make love. You ejaculate inside of a woman. You, 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 you participate in, in shenanigans at the Y and, uh uh, uh, um, uh, you, 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 you tussle with the, 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 the one-eyed, uh, what is it? The one-eyed, I know the penis has a good slang word, the one-eyed pickle. You put, you tussle with the one-eyed pickle and, and you, and you, and, and so then a baby's born that the, the, the stuff comes out, the baby batter comes out of the one-eyed pickle, uh, enters into the woman's body, uh, tr- travels around, finds, uh, uh, the egg fertilizes the egg. And the child begins to grow, and now you want to go backwards on it. You want to be a bulimic, I guess. <laughs> just, it's just interesting. We live in this world of just like reversing stuff. One-eyed, one-eyed, one-eyed monster. Andrew Hiller says, "One-eyed Willie." Um, I think. What do, who do you think who do you think who do you think handles these shows better when I when I have Andrew Hiller on or Hunter McIntyre? Who handles the transgender uh, abortion uh, talk better? Uh, hi, hi. How are okay. you? Yeah, I'm here, Mister hey, Reno. How can I help? It's Colin you? Lawrence. You, oh. It's Colin Lawrence. Oh, Mister Lawrence. Hi. Good morning. It's the one-eyed yogurt slinger. <laughs> the one-eyed yogurt. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. The day. Ba- thank you. Thank you, Mister Lawrence. Calls in. He was probably just training for a triathlon or something. Yogurt slinger, uh, Hunter. You think? I think Andrew handled it better. You know the the thing with um uh, Hunter is that we both have. He has a little bit of more. I'm scatter shot. Like I like to have five or six things going at once, and Hunter can do like five to ten. And although, um, uh, uh, Andrew is more than accommodating and letting me just go in 12 different directions at once. He, I think he stays a little more narrow, not quite as narrow as Brian, but more narrow. And so I just, I think, I I, I don't know. What did you guys think about the, uh, Nancy Pelosi thing yesterday, pushing that child? I'm totally open to someone being like, Hey, Sevon, that's not a big deal. Then I'm going to ask you, do you have kids? Is there anyone out there who has kids who's like, ah, it's, it's not a big deal? I know one person. I did gardening with her yesterday for eight hours. She didn't think it was a big deal. I gardened yesterday with my mom for eight hours. Do you know how lucky I am? It's like a dream for me. Back there, drinking sparkling waters with my mom. Two years of fasting for 36 hours. Can you guys believe that? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, something is wrong with her, Bruce. I usually don't like that kind of name calling, but something something's definitely wrong with her. Hey, does she become president if if, if 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 something were to happen to Biden and Kamala? Is that is she third in line? Should I look that up? Uh, what would I look up? Nancy Pelosi. Um, Nancy Pelosi third. Yeah, I bet you if Colin Lawrence were still on the phone, he'd know. Nancy Pelosi uh third she has five kids third in line to be president let's see uh presidential line of succession um, after being elected Speaker of the House on Thursday afternoon top Democrat uh, yeah okay so so yeah she's she's uh second in line after the vice president man can you imagine that check out our lineup Joe Biden who who? If his family loved him, I think I, we decided the other day they would um, they they would they would pull him. Then Kamala Harris, trippy, trippy cat, woke as fuck, can't think, zero depth, at least the way she presents to us. And then and then Nancy Pelosi, Nancy looks drunk most time. Yeah, I know. I wonder if that's true. She does. You think that's just name calling or she really is drunk? I, um, I got, there's a couple haters in my Instagram that I entertain, uh, and I do that for mo- mostly for stimulation. So I don't live in an echo chamber and that I, um, get new, uh, get new material from. And I posted this thing this morning talking about how now people who have both shots, um, are now, uh, getting vaccine, uh, COVID at a higher rate than people who have no shots. And, uh, it's at a, it's at a slightly higher rate but you got the vaccine and I posted that. And someone in my comments responded, someone in my DMS went uh, like a hardcore hater. Like, and what's cool is some of my hardcore haters really know how to fight. Like we fight in there and it's cool. It's like, it's, it's cool fighting. Like we're friends. I'll be like, Oh, nice to see you again, asshole. And he'll be like, you too. Let's do this. And then like we start fighting. And, um, uh, and, and, and if they attack me personally, every once in a while they'll they'll start like attacking me like personally. By personally, I mean I don't mind like you're a fucking idiot or or of course you think that you you fucking Trump cocksucking fucker. And I don't mean to talk to that, but they'll say stuff that I think crosses the line. Then I just tap out. Then I I just wait. I give the the fight a week. You know what I mean? Like I just write back, okay, and then and then we start again. We start fighting again. But anyway. This guy was this guy responds, hey, you didn't read the article you jackass uh, in the third in the third line or the third booster actually gives you more. The third shot actually gives you more protection than people who are unvaccinated. And he and he, and and, and I, I just like that because that he thinks he won the argument. Because, dude, if the first two don't work, but you have to get the third one. You should have read that part, you idiot. And I'm like, oh, I see. Yes, I will get all three. Thank you. I'm just like uh, you know what happens next month, right? If the first two don't work and they told us for two years they work, and then we know we know the first two don't work because the 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 I, I posted on my Instagram about six months ago, the CEO of Pfizer said that they don't work. He said if they work at all, those were his exact words verbatim. But now they want you to get a third one because that's the one that works, dude, dude. I promise you, honey, I'll stop hitting you. Just stay married to me for one more year. I promise I'll stop hitting you. How many times do do you need to be bit by a dog before you're like that dog bites? It's just amazing. But, but, but that's why I do that. That's why I entertain the haters. I will give you another one. There's another guy. He's so anti-cop. Anytime a cop does anything that he perceives as bad, which, and, and we disagree on what, what a police officer does is bad more than half the time. Um, he he sends it to me, but with no thought of the scale of the cure causing more damage than the problem. So what do I mean by that? And I've told you guys this a million times, I apologize for preaching to the choir, but if you, if that year, whatever year it was, 2019, 2020, that those 12 melanated men, unarmed men, black-skinned men were killed by police officers unarmed And it caused the country to go into this uprising along with the the George Floyd, the fentanyl driving meth using alcohol intoxicated gun pointing onto a woman's stomach guy um, uh, died under the knee of a police officer. The the response to that has led to a 34% increase in men with melanated skin. And their murders and their homicides. That's what the effect was. At two years later, because of the. And, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm. I know I'm simplifying George Floyd and the twelve unarmed men, but you get my point. That's not good. That's not a good trade off. That's not a good trade off. That wasn't good. Unless, unless, and I'm unless and I'm open to this. Unless you want to argue that that's just part of the process to get to healing. But, man, it would be hard to convince me of that. But I'm open to it. I'm totally open to it. Yeah, Floyd 19. It's exactly right. So for those of you who don't know, Greg Glassman posted Floyd 19. Uh, and, and, and the reference to that was, I think it was the Imperial College. But, but I don't remember what the exact college was. But a college out there gave us guidelines for how to deal with COVID. Those guidelines it turned out to be a, an enormous disaster. Millions of people are going to die for the next fucking hundred years because of those guidelines. What do you mean millions of people are going to die for the next hundred years because of those guidelines? Well, suicide rates are going to be higher than they've ever been for the next hundred years. And we've already seen that. Well, why is that? How can you say, that? well, we quarantine people when you never are supposed to quarantine healthy people, which led to tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lot dead, dead for the elderly but we're now also seeing that when you you should not mask kids for the first 3 years of their life it leads to the creation of psychopaths freaks People with anxiety, uh, uh, the, the average American, the leading cause of death in this country is chronic disease, which is the, the leading indicator of that is the um, consumption of uh, an addiction to refined carbohydrates. And the, what we've done over the last two years to ch- try to attack COVID-19 um, led to the average American putting on 29 pounds. So so I so I so I, I I rest my case there. So that was that was a disaster. And those so same people wanted to give us guidelines on how to deal with racism in the United States. And, and it's a disaster. So Greg Glassman was right. And guess who is wrong? Katrin David's daughter. But it doesn't matter because she was out then and she's out now. By the way, Catherine, I, I I I'm ready to have you on the show. Hello, caller.
2: Hello, Simon. Hi, how are can you? Can you hear me? I can. Good. I, I didn't uh, want to actually identify myself just because I still have some family and law enforcement. So I just want to speak up on our behalf a little bit. Okay, thank you. So uh, as far as the response in Texas went, a couple things. It's hard to really judge how they handle that because we don't have all the facts. So I don't really want to speak on that other than if myself and a couple others were there and we had a command officer that was not on scene, telling us one thing and the actions in front of us were different, I think we would formulate a plan and act, not really worrying about the fallout. These kids were possibly at risk and teachers.
0: You're saying if, are you saying if, or you were there?
2: I, if I was there. oh, okay. So like meaning I've been through a, a ton of tactical training regarding, uh, active shooter, uh, mass casualty incidents, that type of thing. Yeah. And I, you still have to live with yourself at the end of the day on the actions that you made. And you're going to be really uh, evaluated for what you did, if it was good or bad, right? Yeah, Super hard. Yeah. And myself, if I was in that position with a couple of others that I felt comfortable going in with, and the facts at hand were something was still active and we could get to the perpetrator and at least lock them down, yeah. That's the way we would handle that. And just the facts that I have from an outsider looking in. And the second piece to this, it's really hard. All the people that that pass a lot of judgment on law enforcement currently is all the defunding the police stuff that came through. Uh, so the militarization of law enforcement. So they're pulling all this money away from all the tactical training and all the gear that would pr- protect people from these incidents. So eventually you're going to have a less trained officer unless they seek training. Outside
0: of the normal scope of law enforcement. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Here's the, I I see that, I see that's a place to argue about it or to talk about it or to just discuss it and understand it. My feeling, and I, and I would argue to you that it's, it's bigger picture is how can these people Who want to – the entire world to protect their 84-year-old grandfather who has dementia, who smokes cigarettes, who's been addicted to refined carbohydrates and is 30 years complicit in his demise, want the rest of the fucking world to suffer and die and hurt so he can live six more months and yet – in that same brain between the ears you expect the police officer who could be my son it could be Avi Matosian you expect him to go in and save your kid fuck off and die i don't respect your opinion when you have that incongruity that uh, that lack of consistency that lack of continuity in your thinking it, it's it's beyond selfish and and that that's where i'm at but but i also see where you you're saying on a more you're speaking on a more practical level i just i'm i'm saddened by not saddened um i'm 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 shocked at the lack of empathy that the the so many people have that these aren't police officers that we just say Correct. that because because that's what they do that's their job they're just moms and dads and sons and daughters and and then,
2: and, then and, as and as I just, go, how we, do people miss that yeah, totally. And as we move on, and that's what I appreciate the show about is I think things get brought up that I don't 100 percent agree with uh, from both sides, from callers, from you. But it changes my perspective at looking at things. And then just back to the militarization and yes, all this please, woke please, stuff that's going on, yes. going on regarding law enforcement. All I'm saying is like you're you're getting people that are coming in at a profession now that are trying to help. And 10 years ago, law enforcement had so many more tools available to them regarding training, regarding the equipment that was getting granted. And now all that stuff's getting taken from them, Uh, meaning whether it be an armored vehicle that would give them more time to negotiate with someone with more tools closer to a problem or it would provide them with more additional training on mass casualty incidents on how to do first aid that's way beyond a traditional officer would be doing well all this grant funding all the funding that used to give them this is now being pulled away because it's not cool to give them funding but when you have an incident like texas when you have an incident like all of them like uh, whether it be the boston bombing whether it be uh Aurora, uh Sandy Hook, all those things. It's not a matter of if it's when. It will continue happening. And if you have subpar trained people going in there just because the funding's not there with equipment that's not up to standards, you're gonna get performers the same way. It's no so different than sending someone to the CrossFit games that doesn't have the facilities or the gym outside of Colton, sorry. Uh, and they're not going to perform as well because they don't have the tools to be successful.
0: With with life and death. There was this story in Los Angeles and it was a 15 year old boy and he was running from the cops and he had a gun and he jumped into the yard of a preschool and was running towards the preschool and the cop shot him in the back and killed him. Right. And I'm like, good job, buddy. And if he wouldn't have done that, if he wouldn't have done that and there were people right. who were pissed, if he wouldn't have done that and he went and would went run into the preschool and started shooting kids, then the cop would have been in trouble.
2: And okay, there's, you know, there's just
0: such a lack of understanding from the, from society of, so, like, so these are gonna, just people. And like, of course there's going to be bad cops. It's, it's it's even stupid to bring that up because, but, but I would say disproportionately cops are better people than the people as a whole. And that's all we can ask for. That's all we can ask for if you have a brain. Sorry. go And,
2: ahead. I, and on that same note, like your, your description that I you gave yeah. uh, countless times we've, opened our doors to the media or people that questioned uh, the way our, way our officers acted in certain situations. And we would want to put them in simulators to simulate similar things to see how, how you process stuff so much differently. And a lot of those calls that go unanswered. Or so like meaning we it'd be like, Hey, it's uh, put you in a simulator, obviously it's a controlled environment. we have some subject matter experts evaluate your performance and they never want to come." Or they never want to put it on the media to show how difficult the situations are during a split second, especially your adrenaline running and then the lack of training that that now they're potentially getting if they don't seek on their own.
0: If you've never been on a ride along with a police officer, you should do it. And you might say to me, well, Sevan, they'll act different when you're there. Don't worry about how the cop acts. I want you to see how people treat police officers. Go to Fremont, California. Go to Hayward, California. Go to San Francisco and do a ride-along. If you have not done a ride-along, I urge you to always have 100% compassion for police officers and what they're dealing with. I Treat police officers like bees. They have to be in your yard, and you should stay the fuck away from them. But don't pass judgment on them until you've done a ride-along. You will not believe what you see. You will not believe how human beings. You know the worst place human beings behave is on an airplane when the plane lands and it's time to get off. Everyone just turns into fucking a demon. People treat police officers worse than that. It is nuts.
2: And then, believe it or not, I mean, I, not even talking about the COVID situation. Uh, I worked for a while under the mask mandates, and that and that mask just created more of a barrier between you and society. Because, I mean just a simple smile to a citizen usually breaks the ice and then you start a conversation, but the mass even created more of a barrier between. And I get the reasoning and all that, but I just felt that there was even more of a disconnect between you and the general you know, public.
0: I'm reading this book. Uh, it's called um, championship mindset by bob right, I've heard about it, yeah. so good uh-huh. and there's and he's talking about the connection between the subconscious and the conscious and how vital that is for athletes to understand and that's what separates great athletes from the not so great ones and basically right. anything that gets into the subconscious uh, it starts wreaking havoc on the conscious mind or, or or is positive and you know this was written of course before the mask mandate but it's um he, most people don't realize that their subconscious is always being influenced and i always th- i've thought about that from day one that mask just screams to everyone not only does it not allow communication like you're saying obviously but it screams to everyone there's something wrong here there's something no, wrong it. here and there's nothing wrong and it's it's so sad it's a
2: hey, it's a it's disaster. Tomorrow. i didn't want to take it. Too much time here, but yeah, I just on my hands and not, not called every time you uh, talk about law enforcement. Uh, you're definitely uh, neutral about it, and you do speak your mind on both sides, but I just thought it was uh, like a t- timely time to call since you just mentioned the other thing. I, I thoroughly appreciate it.
0: Yeah, you make my right show. On. Thank keep, you. Keep doing what you're
2: doing. Right Thanks, on. Man. See you.
0: Jeremy Williams, Kansas City Shuffle. Look it up. That's what we're seeing. Uh, Kansas City Shuffle. The title of the tune refers to an advanced bait-and-switch confidence game employing misdirection, sub, subterfuge, and playing on the marks, arrogance, and self-loathing. Did that cop say there are some things I say he doesn't agree with? I wonder what that is. What don't, what, I wonder if there's anything I say I don't agree with. Mm hmm. That that that's uh Jeremy that uh, thank you for the $10. That's a um hu- that's a quite a sentence. That's quite a sentence. <laughs> What's the proof of that, that there's some sort of master plan? This is a good one. Here we go from Colin Lawrence, the department that allows firefighters and cops to be out of shape are complicit in their demise of their department. Hey, the um, I think the uh, the sergeants and shit that don't stand up for their officers are also complicit. The ones that are playing the political game. I know it's hard. Heidi Krum. Oh my God, Colin, I saw officers riding their bikes in downtown Madison this past weekend all looked out of shape and like they might tip right off their bikes. Wow. Heidi Kroon turned into Heidi Crude. I'm not complaining at all. <laughs> Folks need to look up cops getting shot on YouTube. YouTube. Simple traffic stops and in death. Sometimes there's a reason they want to see your hands. You're an idiot. Yeah. My favorite thing is when I hear people um, say, it's so un- when I was a child, my parents told me that I should fear cops. And when, when I get pulled over, I should put my hands on my steering wheel. Yeah. No shit. No shit. Of course you should. Like like it's something bad. No shit. Of course you should. You should treat them well. You should wave at them. You should buy them a fucking cup of coffee when they're in the fucking store. You should thank them for their service. But Sevon, there's bad. So what? There's bad everyone. There's bad everyone. I can't fucking stand some of the shit my neighbor does. But when my fucking roof was fucking leaking, motherfucker came over and patched it during a storm. And 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 the fact that he that he runs his fucking skill saw at six in the morning doesn't matter to me if you patch my roof. Like just take the good with the bad. Hey Gabe, what's up? Good morning, Paper Street Coffee
1: hey what's going on brother just fucking wired on, uh, your, on your crack <laughs> thanks man thanks no, i'm just calling in especially with the topic that you got going on uh my sister she's my younger sister she's a police officer wow I didn't and that. uh yeah, yeah yeah man she's my younger sister she dude she's like five one mm-hmm. she's super short but she's like a badass and uh I have a lot of friends, like I have a, a lot of friend groups. they're African- American, they're black. they're you know everything. You have and, black uh, friends. All, everything was <laughs> uh, only a few only a few uh, but uh, but when everything was happening, right? Um, I had a conversation with a bunch of my friends uh, at the gym. We never closed our gym down. We were able to you know do our own thing. Uh, we were having this conversation and all like those protests were going on. And they were talking about how uh, cops uh, treated them differently. And I would hear them say all these things and I'd let them vent and just say whatever they're feeling. And then I'd be like, Hey, what if I asked you guys, my sister needs help. Right. Uh, They'd be like, of course I'm there to help her. This and that. And I'm like, you guys remember that my sister is a police officer, right? And their whole perspective changed. They just thought as a, uh, they didn't think of police officers as, as people. And then when I said, hey, don't forget, my sister, my younger sister that you guys have seen from, you know, a small girl, to a teenager, now police officer, she's one of those people that you guys are complaining or are automatically putting your, you know, these prejudices and these uh, ideas, you know, all, all this pain behind her. And it's like, she hasn't done any of that. Like, And wouldn't you want to give the same respect that you give my sister to other police officers? And it kinda of like stopped them in their tracks. I'm like, there you go. Like that's it, they're just people. One of the like the most crazy thing is police officers just go. She only went to a police academy for I think six months, but in those six months, they don't teach her how to possibly give up her life for someone else's life. Nowhere does it say that. And to me it's like, oh crap. Like every day that she goes to work, there is a possibility that she might have to give up her life to save the life of someone else, and she's totally cool doing that. I,
0: I, 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 I grew up. Uh, I grew up in the Bay Area. In the Bay Area, it's it's a pretty hardcore melting pot. Uh, I. Definitely and I, I, I don't know this for a fact, but there's definitely in Berkeley, California, the whites are not the majority. Berkeley, um, what a race demographic. And uh in the Bay Area, w- the way I was brought up, um, it is uh th- the way I was brought up is everyone in the Bay Area is terrified to be called racist. You don't even realize that, by the way. I, I didn't you don't realize that when you're in it, but now looking back, I realize it. And the where the where I grew up. The, if, if you were black, you received you different treatment than if you were white and no one ever said anything about it. And it was unspoken and it, you were, you were given more leeway. So if I was pulled over for not having a uh, registration on my car, I would receive a ticket. If you were a black guy, you might receive a warning. There was this, there was this, always this timidness around, around, uh, melanated folks and kind of like affirmative action. Okay. We're going to let a handful of these guys in because of their skin color. It's just the way it was, and uh, and if you were against that, you were fucking racist. Isn't it amazing if you didn't believe in the race? And, and I was part of that. If you didn't believe in the racist protocol, you were you were racist. Fucking completely ass backwards. I don't ask me how I fucking fell for that. Right? Be- well, you fall for it because you're trying to be nice. You're trying to be, but you're trying to. You think you're doing good. You're feigning kindness. You're faking. You're being nice over logic, which is um. W- which I do believe has a place sometimes, but but you have to look at the long game. And, uh, and recently I was at a party in Santa Cruz, California that's like 1.2% black. And all the white people there were telling me about how bad black people are treated and they're treated so much differently than white people. And I was like, hey, have you ever lived anywhere besides Santa Cruz? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, I grew up in the Bay Area. It's only 17 miles north of here, dude. I'm like I never have seen any of that. It was that exact opposite. I've been arrested four times, taken to jail four times, as a young man. Never violent crimes. Never stealing. None of that shit. Never talk shit to the cops. Crazy. It's 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 fucking yeah. It's it's every if. This one's really going to piss off. I, I got this friend, right, and he's black, and he tells me 40 stories. You know, I'm making this up, but I said, hey, has anyone ever been racist to you? And he says, yeah, and he tells me 40 stories. Only two of them were racism. The other 38 were in his head, his imagination. I get it. I get it.
1: 100%. But, I had a but don't conflate the two.
0: I'm walking down the street, and a black guy crosses the street. I don't think he crossed the street because he's scared of me or because I'm white. But that happens to a black guy, and he might think that. And I get it. You want to go into well, historically, and well, their parents said, and you want to get into all that. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'm just telling you what the facts are. I'm not. I'm not justifying it. Maybe he's justified in thinking that way. I don't. I, that that's fine. But I'm telling you what the facts are, and don't conflate the facts.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had an experience with a police officer where it wasn't a. a from what he's saying, you know, the story that he said it wasn't. Who? Who? Your buddy? Your buddy? Kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My friend. And I respect them. And I said, Hey man, 100%, like you're completely valid. There's people, there's bad actors out there in every situation. Like there's bad, everything. There's bad, uh, CrossFit training coaches are bad. There's bad athletes, There's bad everything. So of course there's going to be bad police officers or that treat you some type of way. When you're a kid, um, you know, you're speaking to an adult or whatever it is, like there's going to be that intimidation factor. And now that you're older, you maybe look back on that experience and be like, Oh no, it, 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 it was different. It was something else. And again, just the, uh, the ability to kind of bring to light, like, Hey, you know what? Like, uh, no, I'm not white. I'm Spanish. My sister looks Spanish. She definitely is that. Um, and she, she's gotten in trouble many times because she gives leeway to like Spanish people. Honestly. Um, I ain't hating. Also, I, ain't you know, hating. It, I ain't hating. <laughs> if I was a black, she, if, I was a black was if I was a black, the, if I
0: was a black cop, if I was a white cop, I'd give I, Hey, I would do the exact same thing by the way, too. If I was a cop, I would give leeway to, uh, I, I'm racist too. I would give leeway to uh, melanated people too. The darker your skin, the more kind I'd be to you. That's the way I'm programmed.
1: <laughs> I I, I'm totally yeah, think, racist think, like I
0: that. I get it. I'm empathetic towards yeah, I, I, it. I'm not in denial. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: And that's fine. Like that's a complete fine justified thing. Uh, imagine saying that, right? You saying that people would, be like, would, would assume, hey, you're white. Why are you doing that? Why, you know, are, are you projecting some type of, Of uh, racial bias behind it, and then it becomes this huge thing. My sister does it, and it's like, oh, cool, that's awesome. And then going back to the whole, you know, like, you know, doing a ride along with the police officer, et cetera, et cetera. Last year, we had this huge flood in the in the area. I call my sister, and she's like, oh man, I got like, uh, I'm putting my shoes back on, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, hey, you know, how is it? She's like, yeah, I was just outside again. My sister's five two. This lady just like drove into water got stuck there the car started flooding my sister was the only person up there she's like yeah i had to go outside i took all my gear off i was about to go in there and try to swim and rescue this dumb lady who just drove her car into water i'm like dude you're five nothing and everyone is taller than you there's no way you're gonna just go in there and swim there and try to rescue her she's like yeah but i had to and that's that's another thing who who, one who taught her to do that because i'm pretty sure in training you're not taught to hey go swim. Who taught her how to swim? Who taught her how to like be in the position where she's like, shit, this person might die if I don't go out there. Luckily firefighters were there and were able to rescue her. But still it's like those examples that people never hear. Like those are the things that police officers go through that every single, almost every single day where they're put in positions where they might put their lives on the line. And luckily, you know, With my sister, it's never happened, but she does make the effort to say, hey, this is what I signed up for. Right. Of
0: course. Uh, rich holton says your interaction with the individual determines how they treat you and how you are treated jeremy williams says i'm a melanated man the stories i've been of being treated well by cops is amazing you know what's funny jeremy is uh, i was pulled over i've been pulled over uh, hundreds of times it's weird that i remember this but i was transporting uh i don't know 20 pounds of marijuana when it was illegal from the bay area down to santa barbara in the back of my pickup truck and i had a great dane back there and i was doing 80 on the on the five south and a highway patrol officer pulled me over and uh, it was a black dude and uh, i jumped i I said hey and my dog was barking at him from the back and i said to him hey can i get out of the car and like we walk away from the car so that we don't have to hear my dog bark he said absolutely nicest fucking cop ever gave me the fucking ticket didn't think and and the real reason why i wanted to get out of my car is not because my dog barking i didn't want him being over there and smell it right Um, and so we walked around to his car and I just kind of sat on his bumper and he wrote me the ticket and he, but, but a complete fucking class act. Um, uh, UC Berkeley is 17% white. 16% Chicano. I didn't know you were allowed to say that. I mean, I say it, uh, 16% Chinese. 11% South Asian. It's funny. I don't see, uh. I don't see homeboys on here. Oh, African American, uh, two point eight percent. Oh, it's three point seven percent now. I was looking at two thousand nineteen statistics.
1: I'll, uh, I'll oh, let, you, uh, okay. let you get back to doing, you. your, doing your your thing, right, guys. I'll, if you uh, buy I'll paper Talk street, you
0: if you buy paper street coffee, you will drink the same coffee I drink. They're the beautiful little brown beans, uh, uh, Chicano beans. Uh, they they look as clean you, and as pure as ever. And the
1: promo code Savon. Please, I, a lot of you guys are buying it without using the promo code. Save some money. Use the promo code seven. It's only for you guys. If you guys, seven. Promo, the promo code, code seven. Get a discount
0: when you buy when you buy coffee from him. Then he keeps sponsoring me, and then I get to keep doing the show. It's kind of like that. And we get to see you guys at the game. Hopefully. Oh, don't be. You guys oh, pop oh, oh out those, over okay, there. not me, but you, yeah, they'll see you. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have a booth at yeah. the games. Correct. Crazy. We'll awesome.
1: There. All right, brother. Uh, I'll
0: talk to you. you. Okay, bye. No plan B, no plan B. This girl reaches out to me on Instagram. She says, "Hey, I love your podcast." I'm like, "Cool." She says, "I know one of your friends from high school." I'm like, "Whoa, I'm 50, so that's like a long time ago. It's like 35 years ago." 35 years some of you aren't even 35 years old she says my friend says you're a complete piece of shit I was like no kidding she goes yeah I said what's your friend's name she tells me her friend's name it's a girl it's my girlfriend in high school it was basically my girlfriend from basically my freshman year to my senior years it's her best friend who also had a crush on me and i go she hates me and she goes yeah i'm like fuck i had no idea i said i want to tell you a story about her so so a girl hits me up in my dms and she's best friends with a girl i went to high school with who fucking told her she hates me and this girl was best friends at the time in high school with my girlfriend this girl who supposedly hates me now She's the only girl in the history of my 50 years who's ever whistled at me. And it was in PE class, I think my sophomore year, and it was swimming. And I was so fucking insecure about swimming. I so didn't want to take my shirt off. And I was up on the high dive and I hear someone whistle, <whistles> cat call me. And I look and it's her and she waves. And, it, and I'm 50 years old and I still remember this. I still remember it. Only do only people who've ever honked at me was uh, in San Francisco. I had my shirt off. I was walking by the panhandle one time. I was probably, I was young. I was in my I was probably 20 and a car full of guys honked at me and yelled sexy. That's a, so I do honk at me and tell me sexy. I waved at him. Thanks guys. And, uh, and then I had a girl whistle at me at a, uh, but now I find out that girl hate, hates me. She thinks I'm a complete asshole. The only, the only girl who ever whistled at me. Fuck that up. I couldn't, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe, I, I, I mean, I mean, my girlfriend at the time definitely deserved better than me. Maybe she didn't like the way I treated my girlfriend. I mean, my girlfriend was so fucking nice in high school. Man, she was crazy cool. Fuck, she was crazy cool. I decided last night, actually yesterday when I was in the garden with my mom, eight hours of gardening with my mom. I can't tell you. That was like one of the best days in my life. You, I, I, since I had kids, I, I enjoy hanging out with my kids more than my parents. I, I love my kids more than I love my mom. But yesterday, yesterday, I just said that for dramatic effect, by the way. I don't have like some sort of fucking ranking in my head. Um, but yesterday, I cannot tell you how much fun I had. We didn't even talk that much, but we're just like cutting shit, like just working in the garden next to each other. Um, I, I, told, I told people like Patrick Bed, David. I said you're, you're looking at if Joe Rogan and um, Howard Stern made a baby. Here he is, I am him. But yesterday when I was in the garden, no, I said no. You know, I'm 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 Rodney Dangerfield uh, and the Dalai Lama. If the Rodney Rodney Dangerfield and the Dalai Lama had a baby, a, a, tr- a tranny baby. I think that's my new, that's my new thing. Oh, you know what happened yesterday? I showed too many Hiller videos and I got a copyright infringement from. There it is. Oh, no one's even fixed it. Fuck. CD, five thousand views. and I didn't make a fucking dime on it. Select action. Trim out segment. So basically, what happened is there's a 14 seconds of of one of Andrew Hiller's videos that I used in my show with Andrew Hiller, and it got it got fucking tagged. And because no one on my team looks in the YouTube section, we just got 5,000 views on it with no loot. All right, how I fix that? Uh, Sevon, you're the midget and the hairy man's offspring from traveling freak show. I don't know who that is, but that is not correct. I just told you I am the mix of Rodney Dangerfield and the Dalai Lama. Okay, let me see if I can find something funny here. Oh, my goodness, this isn't funny. This isn't funny at all what I'm about to show you. Jamal, hi. Good morning, Jamal Smith. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Hold on. There we go. Jamal, hi. Oh,
3: man, how are you?
0: I'm good. I was totally. My guest didn't show up. And then I had a fucking meltdown because my, my, I had a technical glitch. Nothing that's a big deal, but you know, like when you go to look for your shoes in the morning and you're late to the gym and you can't find them because someone moved them. That it was like that.
3: The worst feeling. But, but it's not their fault.
0: They're my shoes. (laughs) If I didn't have my shoes, then they couldn't have moved them. It's still my fault. Okay, Jamal. Sorry, go ahead.
3: Well, I had a show idea for you. Okay. I know the games are coming up, and you're going to have to fill in all that extra space since there's no extra competitions into the last chance qualifier. Isn't, that, isn't that coming
0: game. up? Isn't the last chance qualifier coming up in a couple of days?
3: Uh, yeah. Okay. Workouts get announced later this week. Okay. But you need to do a show where you're completely biased okay. towards any athlete. Okay. Like, And... You know, pretty much. You know, Brian normally gives his top ten yeah. or his finishes. You should do that, except for only by your own opinion, regardless to what physical capabilities. Only do it from their bodies, Instagram followers.
0: I, I love Jessica Schwartz's body. I love the way that top fits her. Her. Yeah. Colt Mertens. Yeah. Him. But by default, second Danny place Colton Merton. Oh. Like, just put Colton Merton's one through five. Yeah. Oh, no. He's yeah, already, he made go. it to the games. He made it to the games. So someone else, uh, Matt Delugos. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I like, I like that Jamal. I'm like, Colton Merton's is going to win the last chance qualifier. Brian's like, he's not in it. I'm like, see, I'm already right. Exactly. Fuck had off. To the yeah, okay. <laughs> I like it. Just a total, yeah. um, Sarah Sigmund's yeah. daughter Is gonna make it I don't think so Well fuck you She has 1.8 million Instagram followers
3: Exactly And, and her she's own super, clothing
0: brand. Yeah and she's super nice to me When she comes on the show And she's real as it gets
3: Yep And by default You have to put Danielle Brandon Somewhere in the top three Or she's gonna kick her ass In her rat shoes
0: I can't believe Did you see that I, I I can't get over That post she made Of herself in that bathing suit In front of that statue
3: Dude I'm telling you I had to show my fiance and she was like, that's the colored hair girl. And I was like, you know, if I, if I could have a chance, which I know I don't, and a nice polyamorous marriage, that'd be, that'd be the next big thing. I love
0: it how she's the color haired girl. Yes. I don't care what she calls And I can't stand colored haired girls.
3: Except for Danielle Brandon. Yeah. It's fucked up. She's, she's ruining everything. I know. All Your life is a lie up to this point.
0: Yes, Daniel. Yeah. I bet she's a handful, though. Just every time you just think of her, just remember it's a it's it, it's it's a fucking nightmare. Probably she, there's no way it could not be right.
3: Like, yeah, like, but she, I mean, there's no it's, way. It's, it's like she, like,
0: like 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 if her dog shits in the house, she uses your favorite T-shirt to clean it up, and you're like, and you can't say <laughs> nothing. You're like,
3: I think it'd be worse because you probably find it like a few days later, and you're like, what happened you i know, like, well, oh, I just used it.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's three eggs left, and she eats them. And she she just in the whole time she's like eating them, like she's in prison. You know what I mean? Like she has her arm around the plate like this.
3: But but then she leaves. But then she leaves the carton of eggs empty in the fridge and say, "Oh, I thought you'd notice. Go get some more."
0: Yeah, yeah, and and then she makes you do the dishes. Danielle Brandon's not perfect. Yeah, just in a bathing just in a bathing (laughs) suit, just in a bathing (laughs) suit. <sighs> ah, poor Danielle. Hey, sorry, Danielle. We have to do this. We have to make shit up bad about you. We have to.
3: Yeah. Especially now that she was at the uh the fraser Empire. Oh yeah. What, what tell me what's going on over there? What what the fuck is going on over there? What's happening? You know what? I so this is what I was thinking. Because Matt is absolutely smart man. He know everything he does is for a reason. And him grabbing uh, Daniel and Brandon and Doll and Pepper clearly he sees something in them that he wants Jason Hopper and Mal O'Brien to see before a competition.
0: I, I have but, to guess that whatever happened over there was definitely for Mal O'Brien. Yes.
3: Yes. And, you know, and Jason Hopper. Not, yes. But I'm not in cahoots with Fraser. Right. But he's a smart man. Everything has a reason.
0: It wasn't because he's nice. I'll tell you
3: that. Yeah. Well. I don't just the Madeira's code.
0: That, that's because he's nice. Uh Jamal, um there's this there's this thing that people say like in, in in like the third grade, they'll be like, That person used me. Or or they're just you someone will say to you, that person is just using you. Mm. I don't know if I'm gonna go down that road right now. Okay. No I'm gonna circle back to that. I'm gonna circle back to that. Don't let yeah. y- There's, there's nothing greater in my life than being used by my kids. It's my honor. You know, it's my honor. Use the fuck out of me. There's nothing better in my life than Brian friend using me to come onto my show and my platform and use the fuck out of me. I want Lauren Khalil to use the fuck out of me. Use me. I'm here to be used. I choose who I want to use me. I am the great fire. Wield me. This, this, this notion that being used or using people is bad. I use my lawnmower. I don't actually have one. I use my lawnmower. Then I wipe it down. I oil it and I put it back with the utmost respect back into my shed. And I love it. And I say, thank God for this technology. I'm gonna use the shit out of you until you stop working to cut the lawn. This notion that how how what what are you in the second grade that you think being used or using people is bad? Is that how limited your scope of understanding the world? Our only value to other human beings is how they can use us and how we can help them. All right. Yeah. I, can, I don't know why I I'm I, me, okay? I don't know. You you inspired me. Thank you.
3: Oh, of course. You know, you needed it. That's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, send my bill over. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but what you were saying about your kids is like the perfect thing that happened to me this morning. I got off work, came inside. Both of my daughters are up, right? And my oldest daughter, playing with her because my fiance has to pump. And I'm just laying on the ground and I'm like, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever is going to keep you calm and happy. She wants to stand in my hands. Go for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. She wants to hold my eyes open to look at it because she's one and a half. She's still understanding everything that's going on, but it's like I would much rather her take the time to just explore everything with me, you know? Yeah. Just, hey, you know, how come you can jump up two stairs and I can only walk up it? Well, yeah, we haven't developed that yet. And watching her try to learn and do those things is one of the greatest gifts that you get as a parent. And I used the other day I was, I think I was at the gym and I was talking to uh, this girl and she asked me how it was to be a dad. And she was kind of having that debate of having children. And I thought about uh, one of the things that you've said multiple times that, The lady told your wife, uh, it's the, um,
0: if you have kids, kids,
3: go ahead, go ahead. You won't regret it. And if you, if you don't have kids, you might regret it. Right. And it was like a light bulb, you know, once I told her that, I was like, I don't want that to dictate whatever decision you make. But since my daughters have been born, nothing has been better in my life, you know? It's hey, like hey it'll be day. the it'll
0: be the fifth round of a UFC fight main card fucking two dudes just fighting. I paid 74.99 for it. There's 1 minute left in the fight and my kid will yell from the bathroom, Heidi, that means father in Armenian. Heidi, can you come wipe me?" and I fucking jump up. Grab a wipe, look him in the eyes and I go, "I love you." Wipe his butt, fold it in half, wipe it again, throw it away and be like, "Turn the light off, put the seat down, flush the toilet, you're a king." And I'm honored. To wipe that ass, honored, mm-hmm. use the fuck out of me. I am the king of ass wipers, <laughs> and 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 and, and I I'm, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of everything I do.
3: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
0: You use more. me. All I can't wait till fucking Andrew Hiller gets fucking one million subscribers, so I can use the fuck out of him back and get some of those motherfuckers.
3: Oh yeah, and you're coming up on five hundred episodes. Oh, I had a theory about that too. Okay, let's hear it. So I know you're coming up on five hundred episodes, and I
0: can't believe I haven't crossed talk, it yet.
3: And look, yeah, I know you've been talking about Grey coming on.
0: Yes, so that, good is idea. Is that the big
3: thing? The big five hundred. I will tell you things? this: we
0: have a I have a thread open that I'm I'm watching. I'll tell you this with between him and Matt Souza about scheduling him to come on. And and uh, and some other people that I think you guys will be surprised that are going to come on. So it's fine,
3: including me, right?
0: Yes, including you. You're on right now. I smell weed. Oh, of are you high? Probably. Oh, all right, Jamal. Thank you very much. You, the man. All right, talk to peace you and Rachel. love. Thanks for your support always. What st- stogies did you smoke back in the day? Um, I uh, I used to smoke. Um, you know what I first started smoking? I don't know if you guys are going to know what these are. Beaties. They're like wrapped in papaya leaves and it's just like sand and dirt in there. They come in a little cone. And then I switched to American spirit and then cloves. And then, and then, and then when I was 34, I quit. And then I fucked with the jewel at some point for like six months. I I wish I would have never smoked, even though nicotine's amazing. I love nicotine. I wish I'd never done that. Hey, caller. What's up?
1: Hey, I was, calling because i had a question about something i thought you might know and i've just been curious so dave castro's got rehired by crossfit and he's i be think so favorite.
0: i think so i want you to know though that i'm as you say that i'm suspect oh but but okay, yeah I'm let's go with that. that that's before. what everyone thinks that's what everyone thinks that's what okay. he tells me that's what i think do i think they're paying him yeah i'm just i just can't figure out what the fuck is going on dude well we'll circle back to that, but okay. go on. Let's, let's finish your thought.
1: I like that. yeah. Um, so he obviously Dave Cash was incredible and like got a crazy history. but one thing I don't know is did he ever work as a trainer like back in the original days of CrossFit, like did he ever coach you? like was he a coach? Dude, you, you can go on, seminars.
0: Dude, you can was go online. you can go online. He still he still does training. Did you know that you can there's a website you can go on? And sign up and fucking go to the ranch and and Dave will train you. He just doesn't promote it. he'll be the coach? Yes. Yes. People from all over the world do it. You can just sign up. Two dudes from England will sign up. They'll show up at the ranch and there he is. And you got
1: Dave. He warms him up and cools him down. The Dude, whole
0: the whole thing. Does the workout with you. Fucking you. you there's there's a workout <laughs> everyone can do. And you go to the ranch and it's a work. I think he puts everyone through the exact same workout. Not always, but a lot of times. Yeah, he's he he coaches every week, whether it be shooting guns, oh, training. Oh. But if you go back and look into, you can find it on YouTube somewhere, there's videos of him when he used to be a trainer. He would make training videos when he was a SEAL from some okay. funny shit it's good shit to see and then make fun of us yeah. just talk shit to him in his dms
1: had you ever been coached by him
0: uh he taught uh just at a seminar um what before i really knew him and i took a seminar and he was a fucking asshole he said you he said do you know the story about fran at the seminars that have you ever heard me tell that story no sir so i'm in scotts valley it's probably 2006 early two thousand seven, and I'm at this seminar, and <clears throat> they um, it's it's packed, you know, probably eighty people there, and Dave's Dave's running it, and it's time to do Fran, and he says, "Okay, everyone, we're gonna run heats, pick a bar. We have the ninety-five pound bar over here for men, and the sixty-five pound bars over here for pussies and women." And I'm like, and I was this Berkeley fucking politically correct douchebag right and i was so offended i was so offended and i and i stepped off to the side and i didn't do the workout flash forward three flash forward three years and we're like really good friends and i tell him that story and before i can even finish the story he goes yeah and i saw what you did you little cunt you didn't do the workout he probably didn't say cunt but and he even knew that right he knew that i bitched out because my feelings were hurt
1: he remembered that oh yeah 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 yeah
0: dude we hate he i I didn't hate him he i don't even know if he hated me i should ask him but we went the first year i worked at crossfit we went to war he hazed the shit out of me and 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 i and and, uh as you know uh if or if you don't know i ain't no bitch and i fought back and most people don't fight back and i think that's why we built such a crazy relationship and, it, and people just thought it was weird that he's this fucking SEAL Team 6 operator and I'm this fucking barefoot tree-hugging hippie, but we fucking hit it off. So,
1: so did, did you used to take classes when you worked at CrossFit? When they were based in California, did you go to the affiliate there in the CrossFit headquarters?
0: Uh uh occasionally uh uh, maybe maybe i took 12 classes down there a year but basically we just worked out every day down there you know what i mean there would be like you just go down there and there's people working out or i when i was running the media department i would just send out a text to like 10 people hey does anyone want to work out with me and and six people go down there and then you just fucking get at it some people work out two or three times a day it was nuts it was dude that job was amazing
1: is hq in boulder still like that no,
0: I, I have no idea, but I have to say absolutely not. Nothing could ever be like that, dude. Imagine what it was like. This is going to be blasphemous. Imagine what it was like being like the 13 apostles. It was 13 or 12. How many apostles? And you were hanging with Jesus. That's that's what it was like. All we did all day, you were either making CrossFit content, talking about CrossFit content, or doing CrossFit. And everyone there did the exact same thing. And there were kids and dogs and shit running around. And everyone worked fucking 18 hours a day. And it was just, um, it was just great. It was dope. It was dope. It, Cause everyone there had their life changed by it. Right. Everyone's like, Oh my God, I can't fucking believe this. rings hanging everywhere. It was great. And if you didn't work hard, people just like, you were just weeded out, but there were very few people like that. But, but everyone, everyone just fed off of everyone. Yeah, it was cool. Did
1: everyone dare eat the, Promoted CrossFit diet? Or no,
0: no, it was just how, like how do nine, do nine. That? Um, I, I, would say of, 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 I would say I was the. But, well, I'll tell you this: I was, I was probably the worst, you know, of oh, any, wow. of anyone. You know what I mean? Um,
1: you used to drink, right?
0: Yeah, I still drink, but very rarely, but very rarely. And and I and I hardly oh. ever have more than one drink. Like if I have one drink, I'm like, ooh, that's fun. Like the other day, I went out my, uh, and I hardly ever go out to restaurants or anything. But I'm by 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 eat bad there. I'm saying like um, you eat both pieces of bread on your sandwich, you know. Okay. Um, you use For ranch. Sure dr- you use good. ranch dressing. Uh, but people there ate pretty damn well. Everyone there was so fit. It was so fucking crazy. It was so crazy, dude. I was I was the biggest bitch fucking there, and yet anywhere else I went, like I could just destroy anyone. Like if I went to just a regular affiliate and worked out, there would only be like two or three people there who were more fit than me. And the gym at HQ, I could not beat anybody. Nobody, no girls, nobody. It was nuts. It was cool though. I I mean, I had a I had a blast. I mean, I never felt I never felt bad. It was cool. I loved it. What did people's kids get to come in? Yeah, yeah. Any dude, anyone could come in, dude. Anyone. Like people would just – like people would be like, hey, I came from uh, Massachusetts, and I'm just wondering if I get a workout. Yeah, fuck, jump in. Let's get it. That's
1: amazing.
0: Yeah, it was it – was What good- happened
1: to that space? Did some other company buy it, and now they have a gym? Or
0: I heard – I don't know this for a fact, but I heard that HQ last week just completely moved out of it, and has new offices in downtown Santa Cruz. I'll tell you this. Uh, one of the biggest mistakes ever – Biggest mistakes ever in CrossFit history, in my opinion, was when Greg Glassman got rid of the Santa Cruz gym. Why is that? Because in the beginning in 2006 and seven, when videos and pictures just started popping up on the internet... Um, That was a destination spot. Everyone wanted to go there. Like, I want to use that pull-up bar that Andy Sakamoto or Greg Amundsen or so-and-so used, right? Like, those were all that OP – I want to run the course that OPT did Helen on and set the world record. And it was just this shithole fucking gym in a fucking back alley, but everyone wanted to go there. And so they had that and Greg got rid of that. When he got rid of that, one of the biggest things I would push once I became an executive at CrossFit is we should build another destination location where we film all our videos and people want to come and we have a little store with special shirts and fun shit, right? But it never happened. And that was such a cool thing. Greg ended up just giving that gym away. And that was, um, I don't think he realized, there's two things that maybe he realized, but there were two things about CrossFit that will... if you work there, you're lucky because most people will never get this experience in their life. One was that that it had a destination like that. And two, everyone there wanted to be there. So imagine if you worked at McDonald's, everyone there is, pro, and I'm making this up. Um, I I only worked at McDonald's for a couple hours and quit, but everyone who's there is just working for a paycheck. No one's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm turning fries. But everyone at HQ, everyone was like holy cow i can't fucking believe i work here this is the greatest and we grinded and that slowly went away as we got bigger and bigger not by much and then eventually um, and and that's why it'll never so those are the things that if you don't those are the things that i i I think if 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 like the Tommies and the shawnee's and these and 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 the in the uh, in the richie's and these people who say everything's okay everything will be normal everything no um everything will never be normal You will not you will not recreate that you will not recreate that and that will filter out to the rest of the company everyone will feel that everyone will feel all the way down through the, the million crossfitters will eventually feel that well they do feel it already
1: do you feel like at the SevOn podcast like all the people that work like Matt and will and all those other guys caleb beavers like that's kind of the same thing though is like they all kind of want to be there. Cause it seems
0: yes. like watching the podcast. Well, they, 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 they probably have a love hate relationship with it. Right. Oh, they don't get, they don't get paid shit. It's fun. They like it and love it. Um, and it's a little sketchy because, um, of some of the shit I say is so logical. It calls the zombies. It summons the zombies. And so like, it doesn't matter to me cause I've already been canceled. I'm a ghost. Right. But to them, <laughs> if you haven't been canceled, and you're not a ghost, then the zombies are scary. So I think maybe a little bit, uh, Caleb's pretty brave. Sue's is pretty brave. But, um, yeah. but when you get into the, uh, when I, when I, when you start talking about the, the, the origins of certain words or things, the shit gets fucking sideways. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, sir. All right. You said you wanted to circle back to your, cons- I don't want to call it conspiracy theory, but oh, your theory just about Natasha the not being hired.
0: Let me ask you. If you had the if you had a guy who ran the games better than anyone else, and then you brought him back, wh- wh- what what could their reason? What could the possible reasoning be? I'm open to this. Someone else call in too, if you have an answer to this, and I'll let you jump in here too. Why why would you bring the greatest Air Force pilot, F-15 fighter pilot, back in the middle of a war, but give him a desk job? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't under, not only, not only a desk job, but a desk job in the army. He's not even in the air force. I don't, I cannot get my head wrapped around it.
1: But this guy was also the best army general there ever was too. Right. Right.
0: Hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Uh, Merchant. This is some crazy shit here. I don't know if this is a uh, hello caller. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. 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 Hi. Two callers now? Yes, sir. It's a group call. Yes, it's a group. It's a group. Okay. Go ahead. What do you know why? What do you think they're doing with Dave Castro? Why hire him and not put him back in the games?
1: I think they recognize he has a lot more although he did do a really good job running the games, of course. They realize that he can do a lot more and be more useful in other positions, in my opinion. All right. Fair. Or maybe he's secretly working on the game.
0: Another another great one, another great one. Um, it, it, he used to work in the training department and the games. Hey, if you're a car mechanic, I don't know. I don't know if that metaphor is going to work. I don't know, but I, I'm 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 struggling with it. They they act like the games is the greatest asset they have, which it's not. Um, why not put him in there? it's definitely the most forward facing, right? It's definitely the the thing that everyone sees. It's like my nose.
1: The public sees.
0: Yeah. Why not put Dave yeah. in there? Hey, did you guys see those two videos that Hiller made where he talks about what happened in 2013 and 14 when Danny Sadel had five bad reps out of 400 and they fucking booted her from the from the games?
1: I didn't see the whole video, but I remember that happening.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking amazing that she did five bad reps out of four hundred. they told her okay, um that that workout doesn't count and 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 you can't redo it because you've run out of time so you can't do the rest of the open. They told the affiliate who validated her workout, hey, you can no longer validate any more workouts this year and they told uh, and they told the judge, hey, you can no longer judge the rest of the year. That's what's five bad I'm reps sure. now, are you watching the shit show that is the fucking qualifications to go to the games? Oh yeah it's fucking nuts and and, and 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 for their response to be hey it's always been like this and then for Hiller to show that video man oh man i think i, yeah, think I wonder he, i think he dunked it, all over their shit i think if the conversation's done i think you just have to be like yeah it's fucked up now
1: yeah i'm curious to see what brian's power rankings would be if everyone who had five bad reps got eliminated from any online qualifier t that is toast much different list i think t is toast you think it's that, uh, that deadlift is really, uh, problematic? Well, she was
0: well, it? Yeah, I, I don't personally think so, but how about the fact that it's being filmed from the front? Yeah, it looks pretty bad. But Like, like that, that's bizarre to me that you're allowed to film a deadlift it, from the front. I, Hey, I you don't want T I don't want so Tia to be toast. Let me tell you this. I do not want her to be toast. I'm, I give everyone a pass. I fucking let that rope climb go that, that, uh, that Brooke did. But, but, but uh, I, but I'm not in denial. The facts are the facts. And like, um, I, I think the games are better when, when there's someone just fucking cracking the whip.
1: Yeah. I think are just I mean, too fit.
0: say that again. Yeah. I think go people ahead. are
1: just too fit. Yeah. They like, they go so fast and it's just like, cause they can. And it's just, it's kind of like what Ben Smith said that one time on your podcast. One of the semifinals He was talking about Like the workouts Used to be so hard To where like People had to stop But they got so good That we're, now these workouts That made people stop Before like the 10 like, stroke one Workout before Yeah 20, In 20 Is it 2014 That was like People were getting- Oh shit
0: Did I hang up on you?
1: Oh no I'm right here Savon. Thanks oh. for taking the call
0: Oh my, oh my, oh, I hung up on one caller and, and oh shit, what's going on? Hold on. Hold on. Oh shit. Here we go. Wow. Sorry. I merged, I merged in a third person. I merged in a third person. Sorry. Wow, we Hit do? Party now. Yeah. Hey, you know, what's funny. Two of you guys, uh, one of you is a wireless caller and the other two are using phones with women's names, but you're men. So that means your wives have the phone account. That's brilliant. I approve.
1: Actually my mom, but oh, yeah. even
0: better. Even better.
1: <laughs> uh, now I wonder which one I am.
0: Mr. Wright, go ahead. You're the new caller.
1: Hey, thanks again. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, bouncing the barbell, uh, some of the other changes that CrossFit made over the last open season. And one that I don't think we talk about enough is the change to the standard for burpees over bar, where you're not getting yeah. off on two feet anymore. And I think what it speaks to is they're not necessarily compromising standards like everyone's outlet, alle- like the allegations that we have coming in, but it's more along the lines of going like the grid league route where you're just trying to make it faster because everyone's engine is so crazy.
0: Oh, I never even thought of that. Yeah, it,
1: was, it was interesting to see the standard at, uh, I think it was the European semifinal. They had someone stepping over the line. Exactly. I like think they didn't even have to jump.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, what do you guys think about Nancy Pelosi? I got a question for you. What do you think about Nancy Pelosi pushing that girl? You you think uh, that's not a big deal? I didn't see that.
1: Oh, come on. You guys not watching the videos? Putting Hiller on the spot?
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This show. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, guys, for all calling in. I appreciate it. Um, I'll talk to you guys soon. You guys are are awesome. Appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. I don't know they, they they bring up they bring up good points. Maybe Dave will do more good somewhere else. You no, know, I just I, I I just I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Okay, uh, what should we watch? Invisible Sky Daddy? No, we already did. did we, I think we already did the Sky Daddy. Oh my goodness! Oh, I got my whole all my abortion notes on here. I don't know if you I wanna I want I it's so much good stuff but I kinda wanna um Okay here. This is good. This is good. This I wanna I wanna play something a little more light or, or or funny. This is good. Okay. You guys ready for this? I think you guys will like this. I think this guy, this is the guy that was on Joe Rogan. Um his name is Sadhuru. Caller, will you bear with me for just a second? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Here we go, listen.
4: Everything will be okay, don't worry, be happy, all kinds of stuff.
0: No, the beauty of life is to know all the possibilities and still not to be perturbed or disturbed by that. Not knowing anything and we are okay, that's okay for a child. If you stay that way, we call you a retard. Yes, I know it's a harsh word to use, but that is the case. Because keeping yourself ignorant and thinking you're innocent is a retarded way of existence, isn't it? Hello? Am I saying harsh things to you? I'm like this, I'm horrible only, what to do?
4: Because I am not here to say sweet things and put you to sleep.
2: I'm here to awaken people.
0: I am not here to say sweet things and put people to sleep. I am here to awaken people. A woman does exist on the planet, just one, and she's on the phone now. Hi. Hi.
4: Hi. It's Heidi.
0: Oh, hi, Heidi. What's up? I, I, hi. How's it going? Are you going yeah, to games? Yeah, of course. Hell yeah. Can I use you? Uh,
4: Yeah. Oh, my I'm God. Using you. You're I love using, using me. people. Great. Of course.
0: Thank you. So I have Heidi and I have Hiller and I have Brian so far. Oh, and I bet you William Plummer, he loves me when I use him. I'm going to use the fuck out of Mm -hmm. the plumber. He's
4: Mm -hmm. great.
0: He is great. Mm, William. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm. Hey,
0: how's, (laughs) how's the, uh, how much work is the, is the, is the fake seven podcast? Um, it's
4: not that much work at all. I just, watch your show sometimes you talk freaking fast so i gotta pause it and i take a bunch of notes and then when i'm bored i just write a bunch of crap you're pretty funny so i don't have to do much to it
0: are you ever like oh that's that was a little mean
4: um some stuff that i find really mean i don't use oh you're so thoughtful Like the Alex Kazan one, I'm like, um, okay, I think I need to calm down a little
0: bit. Okay, let's go look at the Alex Kazan one. Um, Boy, that show. That one's
4: pretty nice because the things that I was gonna write were too far.
0: Ah, can you give us give me a hint of one of the? So, I'm I'm, uh, Alex dives deep into her childhood and shares extremely emotional and painful memories of her parents. Wow, that's almost like uh, sincere and honest
4: yeah it is
0: okay what was most some... of
4: it's pretty well it's more like it was the thought was something like you know something you said something your subconscious never forgets and then it was going to go into how like the smell of alcohol or something she was talking about she can never like that like pisses her off and so yeah, yeah it was gonna be something about alcoholism and it just felt kind of mean and too far so savon i didn't Ma- want to do that
0: Sevon matosian cosmology we are all energy antennas and being offended puts a damper on your electrical grid oh you say you say it's so much better than me
4: it's like a direct quote it's pretty much what you said
0: so it's so good you say it better than me. what is this what is this <laughs> savon tried that with dale but he, he wouldn't crack Uh, there's no, not, that's why Heidi got hired uh, at the evening wipe down.
4: Uh, yeah, I'm going to do a big story today at the Lake Monona. I'm going there to drink the E. coli water. I'll be reporting live on
1: that. (laughs) Ah, I love it. (laughs) I love it.
4: Yep. But I'm turning into one of your boring colors, so I better let you go.
0: I love hearing your voice. I'm glad you're going to be in Wisconsin and um, we'll have to start uh, after last chance qualifier. We'll have to start a text thread with the posse on there.
4: Sounds good. Sounds good.
0: All right. Love hearing your voice. Thanks for calling.
4: Okay. Love you. bye. Bye. Miss Heidi. Kroom,
0: the CEO and founder of the fake seven podcast. Oh, wow. Alex Gazan follows that. Uh, Will Plum follows it. Oh, and 23 more people I follow. Let's see who. See all followers. Oh, the Cobra Rhodes follows it. Vindicate. Oh, we have a Plan B shirt. Have you guys seen that? Vindicate. Um. Oh man, I really want some of these shirts. I want this no plan B shirt and I want this CEO shirt with the American flag on it. Is that is that is that crank crop top? Is that for a crank top? Is that for women or men? I haven't worn a sleeveless shirt in in 16 years. I think I'm I'm I've reached that age where I can do that. I think I should just um I have this tough of hair where my shoulder meets my tricep and I should probably get that work worked off a little bit. Oh shit. I got Tyler Watkins at the games too. Wow. Wow. Tyler Watkins. Okay. Uh, Tyler Watkins is the shooter who got the infamous uh, Rich Froning footage from Wadapalooza. During the uh, mass d- debate, hostile debate on uh, what should replace the shuttle runs after the downpour at Wadapalooza. And Tyler was in the athlete meeting with probably another 100 athletes that was being run by uh, Mr. Matt O'Keefe, the great Matt O'Keefe. And uh, Tyler was there with his cell phone, and, and we got to watch that in real time. I'm so proud of that moment. M- moment. Sevon, write my name down. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, my daddy. Are you going to be there? Are you going to be there? Jamie, I always want to call you Jaime. Jamie Latimer. Okay. Brian Friend, Heidi, Hiller, William Plummer, Tyler Watkins, Jamie Latimer. Um, just so you know, we've had people who sign up before. Within three seconds, I know they're not a, a, a good fit and fucking we toss you to the curb. You're still our friend. But we got tossed toss you to the curb. Oh, Bone Media was there. At the at the comp morning MC Saturday, good dude. Do, I don't know what that means, Corey. I just want to know more about what the fuck's going on up there at, at the Fraser camp. I really like that analysis. Yes, Dallin was used so that Hopper could gauge himself and uh and Danielle Brandon was used so that uh that girl, the 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 little girl that used to be with James Townsend. Don't fucking know her name anymore. Uh she she that Danielle was there so so that girl could feel feel something out. Vindicate, get your no plan B shirt, your TDC CEO shirt, all the good shirts. Okay. I am not here to say sweet things and put you to sleep. How about the fact that guy used the word retard? And for some reason, it's funny some some people don't like that word. What's this? vaccine has oh this th- this uh this is eh, fuck it let's do it here this is a fun one this is a real fun one here we go people here we go can you guys hear it i can't nope
1: or nope. it the same answer let's see refresh I- here we go sorry told us that the vaccine, couldn't transmit it. Was that a lie or was that?
0: We were told that if you get the vaccine, you couldn't transmit COVID. Was that a lie? I guess. Or was that was a guess? Same answer.
4: I think it was hope that the vaccine would work in that way. And that's why I think scientists and public health leaders always have to be at the table, so, so being it, very clear what we know and what we this, don't this
2: know. Isn't, this is important. for
0: the. Okay. Did you hear that? He asked, did we know that the vaccine... Um, would stop transmission she said well we hoped and as scientists we have to be very clear what we know and what we don't know do you see right there she admitted that she doesn't know what science is you cannot know you cannot know there's nothing in science to know that you can believe strongly you can have strong conviction and believe you can know what has the greatest predictive value but you cannot know once you know you're no longer doing science it's amazing, right? We're all getting smarter because of this. It's, the, it's it, I wouldn't have known any of this if this whole COVID thing didn't happen. I hope my dick is nine inches. Does that make it nine inches? Mr. McKenna. Uh, no, it does not. It does not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fascinating, right? You cannot know but 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 we can believe and we can choose the things that have the greatest predictive value. Victor Brown says science doesn't change our understanding of it does. I'm not sure I get that. Let's play some more.
1: Country to know. So when I asked the question when the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it and i asked you if it was a guess or a lie you said you don't know you said you think it was hope so what we do know is it wasn't the truth so they were either guessing lying or hoping and communicating that information to the to the to the citizens of this country when the government told us
0: they knew something i the, i don't know if these numbers are right that the, they they believed from their studies that one out of every 22000 people who took the vaccine was able to like fight off the disease or some shit they got like some crazy number like that it's just it's it's just it's just uh the whole thing is fascinating to me how if we can't even agree well we can if a group of if the if the if a group of people can't agree um on the definition of a woman or a man what what um authority or what, or what are the implications of them suggesting to us that they know if a vaccine works or not I'll let you answer that in your own head it's just nuts absolutely nuts hope they hoped they hoped i don't know if you saw the video i played it a couple months ago where the head of the cdc was said that they were getting their vaccine information from fucking cnn wow the head of the cdc oh mm, 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 mm. uh, okay we did that one let's see if I have something else funny I'll try to do something funny i uh, I want I need some humor in the show I talked to you guys about the 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 only girl who's ever whistled at me it she uh, hates me. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. You guys are going to love this. This is so good. I'm sorry if you're listening to the podcast and you can't see this. This is fascinating. This guy is a beast. So we're looking at boxes that are 24 inches. Or just, sorry. Oh, it's not even the same on both sides. Wow. Oh, and he uses those floor pads the same way I do, those 2-inch Rogue f- floor pads. Wow. I never noticed that before. But basically – He's going to stand in between 32, 38, plus uh, another 10 inches. Four, he says 44 inches. My calculation is 48 inches. And he's going to hold a 100-pound D-ball and stand in between these boxes and do a jump. Check this out. This is amazing. Look, it's barefoot. What? Jake Shum. Want to see it again? Grabs a 100 pound D ball he says 44 inches I'll say 48 inches crazy crazy 32 38 plus 10 those yeah he's he's got it wrong one two three four five those are uh nuts nuts absolutely nuts hey and you know what he has in here somewhere he has in here the um let's see if I can find it the fail videos of him trying it I want to see if I can find it? Need to jump on box. Who is this guy? Does he have a lot of followers? Twenty six thousand. Oh, he's an NFL punter. He's a punter. Look at this! Wow. Wow. He needs a fans only page. Only fans page. Wow. Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. Okay, you guys ready? Watch this. Watch this. This is nuts. Look at the fails. Oh. What do you think about him doing it barefoot? Ouch, ouch, ouch. Hey, so do his coaches see this, his NFL coaches, and they're like, bro. Oh. Hey, I'm going to guess that guy's a great athlete. I should get that guy on the show. I wonder if he's cool. You know how you check to see if he's cool? You go back over here and see, does he have pronouns? Nope, no pronouns. He's cool. That was easy. All righty. NFL player, superhuman jump. Take that off the list. Okay, here's a, here's a good one. If if you walk up to the president of the United States – oh, my wife's going to hate this. If you walk up to the president's motorcade, whatever happens to you next, I give a pass. I don't care who the president is. Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Jimmy Carter. Oh, Jimmy. George Washington. Johnson Kennedy, George Bush, Abraham Lincoln. Like the guy who walked up behind Lincoln and capped his ass, that he should have been beheaded just right before he even capped Lincoln. That I, that his, his guard. Like you have to, you have to guess that that was a uh, inside job. If you walk up to the presidential motorcade, n- what happens next to you? I'm, tr- I'm trying to say it nice so that my wife doesn't get mad at me. My wife cannot stand when I say things. Like call people an idiot or say that person should be fucking killed. If okay, how about this? If you, I'm okay with the, uh, someone scooping you up with a giant butterfly net, putting you in a rocket, and shooting you to Pluto to never come back. If you do this to the president's motorcade, you cannot do this. There have to be things that are just unacceptable. This is this is one of them. Look at her. She's with a bullhorn. She's walking up to the presidential motorcade with a bag. Yeah toss her please hip toss hip toss he did a hip toss on her that was nice not a good one but still one she grabbed his like yeah yeah he just slapped her there across the face you see that and and some that kid who rolled up with the with the skateboard should be punted punted you cannot do that i wonder if it's that kid's mom Hey, you're a bad parent if you put yourself in a situation like that for your kid to see. You are a bad bad parent. You are you're not setting that is not what the trauma you want to put your kid through right there. Yeah, she should have been run over. I agree. I I I it's 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 um oh damn, I wish I wouldn't have said that. My wife's going to hear that. I'm in trouble. In trouble. Uh I I I just I don't I don't know what people are thinking. That is the leader of uh, our country in there. We elected him to make decisions to hopefully take care of us so we can stay at home and work in the fields and milk the cows and 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 stuff our face with donuts at Disneyland. And hopefully he's taking care of, you know, the bigger picture thing so we can do that. And if you approach his motorcade like that. You should be mashed. Look, she takes his hat. And she, oh yeah, and he slaps her across the face. That's good. That almost came too easy for him. Uh yeah, they aren't thinking. I know. I know. And and that's the hard part, right? Like part of me is, is like, hey, they're tards, they deserve a second chance. Like I could have that could have been me when I was 18, but it does I I just can't um I don't know. I'm open. Okay, not a one way ticket to Pluto. Just like just just how about how about um uh how about um put them in uh send them to las vegas and where they have to complete 3 million burpees and when they're done they get out so that takes like 2 years or something give them time to 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 think about their shit all right guys uh thanks for thanks for hanging out big show today lots of listeners really cool since it was just a last minute um put together uh, what I do to make sure if a guest never shows up is I have this huge list of videos and shit I want to talk about always throughout the day. I keep that list. I love you guys. I actually love the live call shows the most. Um, my nose is a little cloggy. Uh, tomorrow we have tomorrow you need, Oh, tomorrow morning. I'm trying to get down pepper and James Sprague on just so you know, I'm trying to get the two of them on. We're going to party. Just going to have fun. No plan. Just talk to the guys. Uh, I'm excited for James Sprague. I, I kind of want to just dump a ton of energy on James uh, and support him through the last chance qualifier. That's sort of my, I really want to, I, I love that guy. He's got so much great positive energy and, and, uh, and bring his homeboy down pepper on and, and we just, just shoot the shit. Um, As you guys know, I've talked a ton of shit about Dallin uh, playfully about just what a shit show the podcast was that he was on. And then uh, in the evening, I'm going to have Brian Friend and Taylor Self and I think J.R. Howell on to talk about the last chance qualifier. And uh, so I'm pumped for that. So that's tomorrow. So tomorrow's going to be a fun day uh we'll get our crossfit on and i will talk to you guys all very soon thanks for all your love and support cat hi calling just spent some time with matt in vermont oh 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 calling just please call please are you gonna call let's hear call please call when did you send that 842 oh you just sent that just a minute ago okay hold on we are not getting off we're going to hear a little snippet from Kat Shear. Oh, Dallin. Dallin spent time there? Oh, not you. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, not calling. All right, fine. All right. Then I am off. I love you, Kat. Thanks for all your help. Talk to you guys later. Everyone go over to Lauren
1: Khalil's Instagram. Tell her how much you loved her on the Seven Podcast. It's only the right thing to do.